Hey everyone, welcome to the Brand Boutique Elite Speaker Series. My name is Farhana Cannon, and I have my very good friend here, Donata, designed by Donata. You know, we talk a lot about how to create a beautiful story and how to create beautiful content for your social media, for your website, but all of that can take place in multiple different areas. And if you notice, we always have beautiful backgrounds. So to take a good photo, you do need to have a good background or a fake background. Also, you know, a lot of emotion can come from design, feeling comfortable, feeling powerful, all of these different things. So when you have a really beautiful space and you walk into a room, you know, how do you feel? So when you're creating your space for your business or your home, you can incorporate these emotions and these feelings to create how you want that day to look. So Donata creates beautiful design. She owns multiple properties um, and rents them out. And her spaces are always so comfortable, so modern, so fashion forward. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how you got started in design and you know what, like when were you like, oh, I really love doing this and I wanna do this. So I think it started when um, my fiance and I got our first home um, in Everett, Massachusetts. Um, we fell in love with the design of the house as it was, and we kind of just wanted to revamp it and renovate it and make it into our own comfortable space that felt like home. Um, I think that's where it all began. We just, I just grew a love for it. I would want to fix every little part of it, add details, and I think that's just kind of how it started about. And this was three years ago when, when I first began into it. I didn't go to school for interior design. I went to school for business management and marketing, but this is something that I always knew I had the creative eye for. And I just kind of followed up with taking classes, um, listening to podcasts, like trying out new things, different styles of design, um, creating different spaces. So I think it just, that's where it started and it's kind of grown and involved from there. Um, and now I do it mostly for Airbnb short-term rentals or any kind of client that's just looking to um, change their space up, whether it's just from decor or if it's design or if it's light fixtures, whatever it may be. Yeah, and so if you do have your Airbnbs, you know that when they look nicer, you can list them for more and make more money off of them. Especially when you're selling real estate, it's great to stage your space so people can walk in and envision how it would feel to live in that space. You know, Donata does consults via Zoom and online. Um, she can put together different style boards depending upon what space you want to create. And, you know, it's great to be in person sometimes, but you can also do so much online Absolutely. nowadays. Yeah. So it's definitely an option. And you can change things by small little Oh, uh, aspect. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say that's usually the process that I take. I just create a mood board. I send out a questionnaire to the client that's interested. You know, what are your favorite colors? What what aesthetic pleases you? Um, I ask them to even share with me their Pinterest board or their Instagram dream home um, savings and things like that. Um, and yeah, that's usually the process. And then we kind of go from there. Yeah, it's really similar to when we're doing brand boards for clients. So, you know, it's about creating that emotion, understanding the style. Everyone has different styles. 
And when you're thinking about your brand, whether it be your personal brand, your your lifestyle at home, or your business projection uh, or you know aura around that, you want it to feel comfortable and authentic. You want to be able to walk into a space or you know have your branding for your business really represent you and evoke different emotions. So even colors. We all have favorite colors, and the reason why is because those colors make us feel a certain way. We might not necessarily know exactly you know, what colors mean or the psychographics behind that, but you, know, you walk into a room, if it's you know, light lilac, that's soothing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you walk into a room where it's red, it's like intense, and um, your, your energy level will go up. So when you're thinking about color, style, design, two of those things blend and you can create beautiful spaces from that. So what do you say is kind of the best way for people to incorporate, you know, their personal brand, their business brand and make their their home alive? Because a lot of people are working from home nowadays mm-hmm. and people might not have thought, oh, I'm going to create this office space. I'm just going to, you know, plunk down. How do you suggest they really create an inspiring workspace in their home? Um, Well, obviously, I think definitely picking out what kind of vibe do you want the space to have? Like you said, with the color choice, you want it to be more bold. Do you want it to be more soothing and incorporate pastel colors? I think start with what kind of mood and vibe you want the space to have and, and feel and then pick colors and then work with a budget. You know, what is your budget? Are you trying to do something um, you know, just maybe with the decor, do you want to entirely change the light fixtures like we talked about earlier, which is a huge game changer. Painting and fixtures are our number one game changer. And then adding little details, even if you incorporate some new pillows into like, let's say your office space where you add a little chair for just a reading area. Um, I think those are the main top things that, that you have to consider at first. Um, you know, budget, style, um, mood, feelings, and then what kind of things also think about what do you dislike? Because we definitely don't want to incorporate any of that. And then we can just kind of get that out of the way. And it won't be a game of do you like this? Do you like that with a client? Because I have seen that happen. Um, So I think getting it, knowing what you want in the beginning, and then kind of also going with it as you find pieces, because sometimes working with clients that are in different timelines, it can be it can be a different process with each, with each with each thing. So I think if you if you know you're gonna have at least five months to complete this project, you don't have to get everything all at once. You can kind of put pieces together and find quality pieces at like consignment stores, or it doesn't have to be just online shopping. I love searching for like quality pieces that have history in them that will be unique and not just like any other modern space um, decor item like that. Yeah, I think those are the main things. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. You know, finding little pieces here and there that have a story Mm -hmm. or that they're beautiful and, you know, saving money by not buying like the designer thing that you find online, but going back and reusing items. You know, I feel a little bit more green and creating a sustainable space by reusing things. Yep. And so there's so many like consignment shops. And of course, not all of us have the the talent to go and see something and like mix it in, but you definitely do. Yeah. And you can bring things back to life, you know, as a matter of just painting um, a dresser or whatever it might be, it'll It'll be a brand new item that you created into your own and you have a story to tell when someone's like, oh, I love that. You know, so that's another thing. 
Yes, so we are doing over my home office space. We're painting and changing the light fixtures and you know, doing it all because you know, I'm working from home a lot now these days and I want to do more lives. And so we'll show you the before and afters of the work that we do in my space. And it doesn't have to be, you know, like Denia said, it doesn't have to be everything in one second. You know, you change it. It gets the, stressful, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you change the painting for sure. Like that's a, you know, maybe not quick, but it's a very drastic change in the space. Light fixtures, like the brightness of the lights, the style of the lights, all of those things can like lighten up a, a room. And so it's about picking out these little items that you want to change and kind of incorporating that. And especially if you know what your personal brand colors are, you can use those colors as um, a place to have you comfortable. I have a client and she is in her 70s and she is um, basically a color psychologist in LA and she's worked with lots of celebrities. And what she does is she finds colors that really work with the person. So whether it be their eyes, their hair, their skin tone, as well as their vibe. And that's something that intuitively a designer has, like understanding um, somebody's vibe and their style. It's not something you can teach in a book. And, is, and, and it's not going to just, I'm sorry to interrupt. It's not going to be just based on how they answered the questionnaire that you send out before while you're still prospecting them as like, you know, you really have to build a relationship and get to know this person that you'll be creating this space for. It's so important. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off I, there. But <laughs> yeah, so definitely like even when we're creating the design style for our clients for like what the social media is going to look like, what the website's going to look like, I do Zoom meetings so that I can meet the person and we go through a series of questions and I have them filled out, fill out questionnaires prior to our calls as well. But it's like this intuitive feeling that you can get from somebody and you know what their wants are, their goals are. And kind of creating that all is just something that is a, a talent. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really kind of hard to even put into words on like how you can create something. But um, I think it's super fun when I work with a client and we create this style for them and they're like, wow, this is awesome. You really get me. What would you say, how do you market yourself? Um, um, so right now I have my own website designed by Donata.com. Um, I also use mainly use Instagram for my marketing and, and branding and creating content and putting it out there. Uh, I do a lot of before and afters because people love to see that transformation. And, you know, and people don't just want to see pretty pictures on your, you know, when you're promoting your brand or, or your, your business. I think they want to see the whole process behind it, behind the scenes, the before and afters. And so I've been using those platforms. I am actually, thanks to Farhana, now I'm going to get onto Google Business and other things that she's told me to implement. Um, I don't think I've been leveraging Pinterest enough, but I think that's a major, major one, especially for interior design and decor, because you get so much inspiration and, you know, then you'll know exactly what a client may want because they'll see something, they'll say, basically recreate this with my budget and my colors and my taste and make it this way. So I think those are the ones I've been mainly using um, for, for my, for my marketing and branding Instagram and my website mainly, but I, I definitely believe that you should get on every platform as possible and LinkedIn, like you mentioned um, and Facebook. Yeah. So and doing lives and a lot of stories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Instagram's awesome. You know, I think mm -hmm. that, well, 
Not that I think. I know that that has the highest rate of growth for your business. So if you're not leveraging Instagram, there is a missing because there's more of the connection component and building relationship on Instagram, as well as having the layout the way it is. It really tells this visual story. Mm -hmm. So if you look at, you know, Design by Donata on Instagram, you really get her style. You really get her vibe. She takes lots of pictures of the details of things. So you really kind of get a little peek of how it would be to work with you and how the process goes. And and I really love that you can tell a story on Instagram that way. Mm -hmm. And then Pinterest, if you are a design, fashion, food, um, the those categories, it's really great to leverage Pinterest. We use Pinterest um, for our marketing agency. I suggest everyone having a Pinterest account Maybe I it might agree. not, yeah, maybe mm -hmm. it might not be like your core source, but it's a great kind of, I look at it as a file cabinet. You can pin things together, use it as a file cabinet, and even for your business, like having your press. So if you have all these articles written about you, you can have a folder on Pinterest that says press. And, put and just all another landing page, really, mm -hmm. for people to discover your business and your brand. It's whether they find it through Pinterest or I've gotten most of my clientele from Instagram, which... You know, you can just send someone a message right in a DM. It's super easy. I think it's one of the biggest ones that everyone should leverage at this point. And I don't see it going away anytime soon. I think it's only growing. Yeah, for sure. It's only growing. I mean, Facebook owns them and, you know, their their reach, even if some people may not be using Facebook as much now, in the younger demographics are definitely on Instagram and TikTok and some of the other platforms. Oh yeah, TikTok's another mm -hmm. one now. <laughs> but a lot of like yeah. older people that are kind of getting on, they're like, oh, my my kids and my grandkids, I wanna see pictures of them, so I'm gonna go on Facebook. And especially people being at home and wanting that connection, they're gonna go on to these different platforms and the rate for Facebook's even growing still today. Instagram's owned by Facebook, so that and Instagram's usage is growing as well. Um, so it's definitely two important categories to really focus your your marketing on. And then also just creating, you know, taking good photography and editing it the right way. Because anyone can just edit, I'm sorry, anyone can just take a photo and just, you know, of a couch or of a living room and just post it. But I think if you edit it the right way, if it goes with your brand color scheme and, and aesthetic, it, it has to all kind of, you have to think about and 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 create it beautifully in, in putting it out there, you know? And I think that's a very important for creating your your kind of your Instagram handle and keeping it a certain way. Yeah. So <laughs> keep <laughs> yeah, so my five main principles of you know how to really do effective marketing. So one is having a marketing plan mm -hmm. and planning everything out. Two is knowing who exactly your customer is. So, you know, when you have that customer avatar, yeah, when you have that intuitive feeling and you can read and just and figure out what the needs and likes are of your customer and provide them with that, that's fantastic. And I think a lot of times when you have like a design and style background, there's like an intuitive thing that goes along with that. Mm -hmm. Then number three is having consistent quality content. So exactly what you said, having beautiful photos Anyone can take a picture. Of course, we all have high-tech phones nowadays, but there is a talent in how you take the photo, like what angles you use. And what, you, what you're saying behind this photo. Are you, are you telling me a story of, this is the process I took step-by-step. Step. This is kind of what happened and what went wrong along the way, or this is what 
I really love the way I did or how I could have done better. I think also the story behind the amazing photo you're putting out is so important because someone want, people love to hear stories and what happened. How did it go? Can you teach me something? And then people will show more engagement and want to work with you. So I think the story behind the amazing photo is just as important for sure. Yeah. And so you can write the story in the caption. You can do an album. Generally, what I'll do is the last photo, the cover photo of your album, that will be the beautiful piece that goes along with the rest of the images. And then you can show the rest of the things, the before and after mm -hmm. is the step-by-step -step process. Don't put the before as your main photo, guys. Don't. I mean, unless you really need to, but I would say not for your aesthetic feed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe on Facebook because feeds go down, but on right. Instagram, the cover photo, you want it to be like the beautiful one, the one that works with the rest of the photos, but really shows something beautiful. And then have the other ones, before and afters. Just think about yourself. How many times have you seen a before and after and you're like, oh, I want that. Oh, I, I need to do that. So we like to see the behind the scenes too, because we're like, oh, they're giving us a little sneak, sneak peek. You know, you feel like exclusive and VIP getting to know a little bit behind the scenes. And part of that is, you know, sharing your authentic story as well. It's having all of those pieces to tell the story and have people really resonate with you. Think about how many images, when you're going through like social media, I take screenshots, I save things. I'm like, oh, they all did the a really, time. yeah, they did a really great job or I love this. Um, and really take into account what is out there, the different styles and create more from that. I was going to piggyback on, on what you just said. Also, definitely introduce yourself on your, you know, at one point, I think my Instagram account was mainly just photos of design and rooms and different things I've done, but no one knew the person behind all this, you know, introduce yourself, um, get your, you know, get, get your customer to know who you are as a person. Not that you have to do it consistently. I think maybe once or twice a month, uh, I'm sorry, every couple of months I think would be good for newcomers that come onto your website. Like, oh, who is this? You know, if they don't want to scroll down all the way, I think it's nice to constantly re reintroduce yourself or have yourself in one of the pictures doing the job that you do in the photo, you know, showing the process and being there. Yeah, for sure. People want to do business with people, people. that they like, mm -hmm. trust, and can resonate with. You know, we always share that. So if you're a photographer, I know that you guys love to take photos, but you're not usually the ones in front of the camera. And when I work with my photographers, I always am sure to be like, okay, you know, you take pictures, let me get some photos of you because people want to know mm -hmm. who that person mm -hmm. is. And even photography, especially like you want to feel comfortable with who that person is. Oh yeah. Because mm -hmm. you're sitting there and not everyone is model like and even if you think somebody's beautiful, they still can feel uncomfortable in front of the camera. Like, okay, what do I do? Sure. Do I pose here? <laughs> and so I love working with people that I feel comfortable with. So even though I'm in front of the camera, in front of room speaking all the time, I'm still a bit awkward when it comes to like, let's do a photo shoot. But we know that we need to really tell people who we are, share our story. Because not only are they, are people buying you to do the work, they're buying you because they like you know, what your personality is, what your your style is, um, what your vibe is. So we want to share that. You know, a lot of people will come to me because they know me, not necessarily do they know every single detail of the work that I produce, but they're like, oh, we like you, we trust you, we know that you know what you're talking about. 
Um, so tell me exactly the details. And, mm -hmm. and I'm completely open for that. You know, I think everyone is, if you're interested to know the details of what they do, just, just ask, right? Absolutely. What is your favorite part of design? Ooh. I have so many favorites. Um, I would say finding unique pieces um, that no one has that like we spoke about earlier, I just love finding you eat sometimes antique pieces or if I see something from like an estate sale on eBay, that's like, I don't know, a $2,000 table that I just found for like $500. I love finding pieces that you can bring back to life and, and, and showing that kind of a DIY process. And also if the client is okay with that, or if they want to be brand new, they love seeing, kind of what I picked and why I picked it and maybe how I brought it back to life to work with the rest of the room or the space that I'm creating. So I think I love finding unique pieces and also mixing genres, you know, genres of, of design, you know, bohemian. Um, I'm just giving an example, but it can be, you know, mid-century style. It could be more traditional or more New England, like beachy vibes. You know, I love kind of there's no set rules that you have to always follow. I think you just, you can mix things up and then you know what, if it makes you feel good and you love this space because of this one item, like that's amazing. You know, it's not, so I think that's, that's one of my main favorite parts of it. Just finding unique pieces and making them work with stuff that someone might already have, you know, or just starting it from scratch Yeah, from there. So you don't have to like get rid of everything you have. You can, redesign them you can bring in a couple of other pieces change some colors around so there's so many options when you're designing your space that you don't necessarily need to spend a ton of money and if you kind of do it as a slower process and and finding like great deals i mean of course many of us won't be able to find these great deals on our own so working with a professional and having them in our corner is super important um so be sure to follow um design by donata on instagram um so donata is spelled d-e-n-a-d-a -E -A, and we'll put that um in the notes of this video so be sure to follow her so Thanks, I have a I have a question that I ask all of my guests. It's kind uh -oh. of like my quirky little date question. So if you could be a superhero, what would your two superpowers be? <gasps> oh, two superpowers. Mm -hmm. um, ooh, I'd love to be able to fly, just fly all over the world. <laughs> um, and a second one. Hmm. I don't know, maybe just sometimes be a mind reader superpower so I can just know exactly what my clients are thinking and I don't have to always ask a hundred thousand questions to get it out of <laughs> mind reader and uh, being able to fly. I guess those are random. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of mine is to be able to fly. Okay. Yeah. So many of you may know, but Donata and I travel super ton um, individually as well as together. We spent a month together living in Colombia. Um, about Cartagena. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I think too, when you travel and you experience different styles and, 
you know, Columbia has really great design features. So much inspiration we got. Yeah, so like, much. Oh my God. We, yeah. We literally were like, oh, there's a photo shoot at every single second. All of the pieces <laughs> and the design and style, like it was so beautiful. There's great I shops fell there. in love with, with every design place we went. Every restaurant, every, it was amazing. Yeah, so think about when you're traveling to get inspiration from all of the designs. I'm the one that's always lagging behind because I'm taking little photos of like this little thing and this little thing and people are like, oh, that's a random thing. I'm like, yeah, but it's gonna look beautiful. So when you're traveling, think about how you can incorporate some of the imagery and some of the shots into telling your story. And if you're there traveling, that's a part of your story too. So it's really great to just pick up and get inspired from like anywhere you are and the little details that may not be exactly your brand, but like it would match a story you're telling because it's not all just about selling, selling, selling. It's about right. creating the story. Right. And it, it doesn't have to always be right with the business that you have. It can be something personal that you're doing you're, or you're out you're cooking that day or you're out shopping that day, like share little things so that people constantly see you and see your brand and see your face and see what you're up to and kind of in your life, whether it's while you're working or what, you know, not, you don't have to share every personal thing, but I think as long as you kind of, you're out there and you're getting eyes on you and your brand and your, and your everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, you want to have consistent posts daily so that one people are, watching what you're doing and knowing and remembering your brands and realizing, oh, I might want to work with them. And then when you're sharing things about you, people are getting to know you and feel comfortable with you. And then also there's the algorithm on social media. So when people are actually engaging with your photos and things like that, they are now going to see you more often. If you notice, the business pages that you actually engage with, that you like the photos, those are the ones that show up. And it's not by chance, obviously, it's the algorithm on social media that they know that you are engaging with those pages. Like think about your best friends. You always see them come up to the top of your feed as well because you're most likely liking their photos, mm -hmm. engaging and things like that. So, you know, the gist of what we want to share with you is post consistently, think about your brand story, tell a beautiful story, do layouts. We use Planoly for layouts. We want to make sure that the images that we're posting, especially on Instagram, look good next to each other. Show the behind the scenes. Also, do the before and afters and make sure to use your, the, the after photo, the beautiful photo as your cover. And then people can swipe through and see the whole process. Is there any um, last tips that you want to give our viewers? Um, no, I, I just can't wait to show our viewers our uh, next live of the process of how we will do, how we will transform your space in your house. Yes. So I think um, as far as tips, I think you'll have to just watch our next live to show the whole process of kind of how we get started with going and measuring the space, um, you know, doing a draw of, of our plans and then kind of the whole um, space planning and where we're going to place things and how we're going to. So I think those that will be our next thing. We'll share a live of, of the process of the whole thing. Yeah, I'm excited to show you guys that. And my place is a disaster now, but I can't wait for it to have the before and afters and then for us to do some more video filming there. So thank you all for listening today. Have a wonderful day. Bye, Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. That was cute.